This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, if you've got a research idea that you want help getting off the ground, the Otago Participatory Science Platform has funding, support and some expertise available to help you answer your research questions, big or small. Here to tell us more about that this morning, Marain Cohenhoven. Marain, thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Good to have you here. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Now you're with the Targa Museum, tell us about your role. So my role is Science Engagement Coordinator and part of it is I do outreach in the community um, but another hat that I wear is PSP Coordinator. So I'm the person who people can contact if they have a research idea or if they're scientists looking for a community to engage with and I link them together and help them get a project underway. Now we've uh, seen previous rounds of the participatory science platform funding go towards some pretty amazing projects and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment but uh, let's start with some building blocks. Uh, How would you describe what participatory science is? So participatory science platform is really the best of citizen science. We get people in the community who have a question that's really, really important to them, and then we link them with scientists so they can collaborate together. There's great two-way learning involved, and it's really everyone getting involved, doing the science and learning something from it. It's um, a changing world, isn't it? People, uh, you know, perhaps used to consider science research as being reserved for those who have fully qualified, wear the lab coats, all that kind of thing. But now communities are getting very much more involved in answering some of the significant questions for their own communities. Yes, exactly. And we're getting uh, local schools involved. We've got primary school kids getting their hands dirty um, and doing amazing science out there. We'll talk about some of the mechanics for the funding in in a moment, but perhaps you could give us an idea of um, some of the sorts of projects that are typically funded by this fund. Yeah, we fund all sorts of projects. We've got an amazing one happening in Portobello at the moment where they're um, putting settlement plates underneath the wharf and they're seeing what kind of marine communities grow there and how they're affected by warming oceans. We've got another project that is trying to locate the next Otago meteorite, um, so trying to find space rocks that have landed somewhere in Otago. We've got members of the Runaka out at Moiraki. Um, they're doing archaeology, and it's very much led by members of the iwi with some help from um, professors at the Otago University. People of all ages and people with all sorts of different interests involved then. Yep, definitely. Um, you mentioned schools. Uh, I guess this is a, a great opportunity uh, for for teachers to involve um, their uh, children in hands-on learning over an extended period of time, if they can invest a bit of themselves in a project and see um, what contribution they're making and how it makes a difference. Yes, so it really allows teachers to get their students um, hands-on engagement in science, but it also allows for professional development on the teacher's part. So a lot of the projects that we fund focus quite strongly on that teacher professional development as well to build their capabilities to engage those students with science. When we look at the, the start of this process, it all, it all, I guess, starts with a question, doesn't it? A burning question that uh, someone or uh, some group thinks needs to be answered. Can you talk a little bit more about where the the seeds of the ideas might come from? Yes, um, so we do, in addition to the full project funding, we also offer seed funding. So that is available all year round up to $2,000. And either scientists can apply for it or communities and that can help them develop their research questions. So for example, in the Northeast Valley, we have the Valley Project. 
and they applied for seed funding at the end of last year to see if the community was invested in investigating the biodiversity of Lindsay Creek and if they wanted to start restoring and um, planning a river regeneration plan. And that seed project led to a full project they're doing this year, which is getting the community investigating different types of features of Lindsay Creek and what the ecological health is along the way. I guess the, the, the field of science is very broad. Is there a, a limit or a focus to the kind of projects that, that you'd like to see funded here? No, we fund any type of project as long as there's a solid research question and there's a community group willing to work with scientists or scientists willing to engage with a community group will fund anything. Can you talk a little bit more about how that relationship works and how, uh, say, a, a school group or a community group might along the way with this project touch base with people in the science with science backgrounds yes so because the otago psp has been going since 2015 we do already have some established relationships between schools and scientists in dunedin especially because we've got the university right here but if there are any new schools out there that don't have any science connections, they can just contact us um, at Otago Science Interaction and we will link them up with scientists that might be keen to get involved in a citizen science project. How well developed might we expect a people's projects to be? In other words, is just having the question enough or do you need to bring a little bit more to that to have a successful application for funding here? So a research question is a really good start, but they do need to have a solid project plan in place as well. So um, we are keen to give people the funding, but we need to know what exactly they're going to use it for. So we like them to have project milestones in place. They might say in May, we're going to start the project and we're going to engage with schools, get them involved. And then in July, we'll start teaching them how to collect the data and then from August to December, we'll do the data collection, that kind of stuff. So we do need to see a solid project plan in place. Coming at it from that angle, um, that suggests that that might uh, kind of idea or plan might come from someone who's got a science background and has an understanding of how to map out a process like that. What if I'm someone in the community who, who has none of that, but thinks that with some scientific uh, assistance, um, some question or issue might be able to be resolved. Um, might they get some guidance as to how to map out that plan on the way? Yeah, yeah, of course. So they can either um, link with the scientist and work on the application together, or what they can do is um, contact us at Otago Science Interaction and I can work through the application process with them, give them feedback on their project plan and make sure that they're in the best position to receive that funding. Fantastic. So let's talk about the funding. How much is available and how does it work? So the funding that we have available is up to 20,000 New Zealand dollars excluding GST and we usually pay it in three um, steps. Once the contract is signed, we usually give them about um, $10,000 if they've applied and been approved for the full $20,000. And then halfway through the project, we will receive a progress report from the group um, to let us know how, how things are going. We give them another payment. And then at the end of the project, once they've handed in their final report, we give them the final payment instalment. I guess some of these projects might be ongoing? Is it possible to get funding to continue some work that's already underway? Yes, definitely. We 
tend to only fund a similar project twice. So if there's a part one to the project, we'll um, fund that. And then if it is clear that that was very much the first phase and there's more data collection to be done or what they discovered has led to more questions, we will fund them a second time or we might fund them a second time. They do need to be approved for funding. Um, so repeat projects or similar projects are definitely possible. The, um, the impacts of the research and all the work that's done on uh, through this mechanism, um, that can potentially make differences, not just to local communities, I imagine, but things can be learned that might have applications across the country, across the world even. Yeah, exactly. So one project that I think is very special in Dunedin is New Zealand Rugby is working with secondary schools to develop guidelines for supporting students once they've had a concussion. Um, it doesn't need to have been sustained through rugby, but it is New Zealand Rugby working to develop those guidelines. They had um, a project where they worked with the schools and now in phase two, they're taking these guidelines to key stakeholders to try and get region-wide or even nationwide policies in place to support those students in returning to learning and returning to sport after a concussion, which is really important. Okay, so we've had some examples of some very different projects that have been funded through the Otago Participatory Science Platform. So, Marain, remind us, uh, what's the process, what's the deadline? So um, applications open on the 21st of November and application forms can be downloaded online um, at scienceinteraction.nz um, or you can email us at otagopsp at otagomuseum.nz and applications close noon on the 10th of March so definitely get the applications in before then. If you have any questions or you do want to discuss your research idea contact us at otago.psp at otago.museum.nz. I'm super happy and excited to hear about all of the research ideas out there. Marijn Cohenhoven from Otago Museum, Science Engagement Coordinator. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Can't wait to hear what's going to be funded out Thank of this this so year. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.